0: Uh, good morning. This is uh, a little note that I've called "attaining what we desire," and uh, it's a slightly, slightly more religious-sounding set of thoughts than perhaps some of the previous uh, podcasts. But uh, in essence, um, it re- it remains a practical inquiry. And so I'll just get into it here. Uh, I've I've entitled it "Attaining What We Desire," and um, I'm refer in that phrase, uh, seeking, uh, identifying what we desire. I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on the experience of constant and continuous struggle within ourselves, between mind and body. I think that uh, this is in, in all people, from the best to the worst, uh, from people who we might say are good, all the way to people who might say are bad. Uh, each and every single one of us is involved in having purposes, desires, goals, things we're trying to attain. All the way, uh, and uh, and the struggle to attain them. It's a kind of so you say uh, say without wanting to judge where people live their lives. Say you have an average person, maybe their goal is to to binge drink less or binge eat less, or maybe a slightly higher, slightly more disciplined individual might try to get themselves to the gym more, or, uh, someone may have an issue with temper or whatever, whatever is the, the next level of self attainment, the next level of self-improvement, uh, it's always met with a struggle between what we seek, namely our desire. I'm going to be more fit or fit into this dress or uh, I'm going to be more kind or more conscientious, write more. Uh, w- whatever we identify as our desire, we then meet a somehow a force of opposition or, or a resistance to not a perfectly smooth flow in the pursuit of our desire. It's hard enough to write more, or do more, or, or do my push-ups, or do my morning exercise. It's hard enough, as it is, without that side of ourself that resists it, that doesn't do it, that slacks, that uh, degenerates until yet again, here I am uh, after months of trying back in the bottle or like another wasted gym membership or the like. And so this is what I want to look at in terms of what we desire uh, it can be extremely high aspirations. It can be a form of saintly life in which we are trying to quote unquote perfect ourselves in which we're praying and studying scripture and doing severe spiritual disciplines of meditation and yoga or whatever uh so I'm not talking about I'm not talking about assessing an individual's purposes or desires even. Say I want to run a cupcake company and I'm just, you know, I should do more, have to do more. And the normal challenge, which comes from just simply doing uh, what's needed to attain our desire, and this additional thing I want to look at, which is that resistance, that tendency to not do, not even do what is required. In this pursuit of attaining our desire. So, in, in this little bit of reading I was doing this morning, the, uh, it identifies but now it's it, it's in religious it has religious flavor, but the continuous struggle and conflict going on within ourselves between mind and body and between the desire for good and the desire for evil. Originally, the mind and body were to be one. Uh, I want to really, ch- I, I want to drop this notion of evil in this particular picture. The desires of the body are not evil; they're only "quote unquote" evil insofar as they're blocking our way. They're resisting what we naturally need to do in order to attain uh, who we want to be and what we want to ha- the, ha the particular accomplishment we want to reach. So, evil, not in a moralistic way, but just in a practical way. In that, in that the body is, is not cooperative, call it that. So the conscience always strives towards the goodness and the unselfish. Do your push-ups, work in the soup kitchen, uh, uh, give generously. These are, these are impulses of the conscience. It strives towards goodness and it strives towards our self-improvement uh, and unselfishness the body on the other hand only seeks after comforts and tends to act selfishly going after carnal desires so once again i want to insist that there's nothing wrong with the impulses of the body carnal desires that's perfectly fine ice cream tastes great cookies taste great sex feels great uh, what uh, sleeping is tons of fun a nap with the afternoon sun beating down on my face is delightful. So I'm not critiquing or criticizing the impulses of the body. I'm just describing them as that the body seeks its own joys, its own selfishness. It's not coming up. It's, the body itself is not coming up with uh, ideas to, to discipline oneself and go to the gym and, and cause pain and pain. Uh, my muscles and my shoulders from from the weights I'm lifting. The the body is is a self oriented or selfish uh, entity, not not moralistic on it. It's perfectly good. It feels great. The stuff of the body is great, but it is its impulse towards itself pleasuring is precisely an obstacle toward. Anything we seek to attain, get richer, get more cars, whatever we're seeking to attain, the body's self-interest is going to be working against it. It just wants a nap in the afternoon. It doesn't want to be hunched over, three computer screens, day trading, which is hard work. So uh, here's the dichotomy that I've set up in this little conversation here, that attaining what we desire has the conscience which pushes us toward selflessness, unselfishness, self-discipline, the harder sides of things. And you have the body, a perfectly kind of goofy friend that you know what he's like or she's like. They always wanna go out and have fun uh, and not really lending themselves to getting a higher, a higher and more disciplined and more accomplished self. And so, so then reading more, it says, People are not ca- capable of dominating. Oh, oh! the next thing I want to point out is, oh, I have, the, the conscience. What, I want to point out that the conscience is something like God within. It, it, it 100% of the time is guaranteed to express a, a kind of chastising of this selfishness of the body. Go do more. Go give more. Go help more. Go love more. Uh, uh, clean up, even though it wasn't your mess. It, it, the the conscience is a godlike thing. It's 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 like a a goody like a, a goody two shoes. It's like always always kind of bright and let's go running and, and let's go help that poor person that fell down. It's um, it's it's godlike. And so the reason, the only reason why I introduced God in here is because of the next little part of the, what I read. is, People are not count, capable of dominating their body without uniting God within the self. The only power that enables the mind to have dominion over the body is generated by the unity of the mind with God's truth and love. Let's call God's truth and love that little habit of conscience, that little voice of conscience. It will always be true. It will always be loving. And so without without forcing kind of more belief than the listener has here, let's just say that little voice is like God's truth and love's love. It'll be true, and it'll be loving, and it'll be constant, and it, it will be it won't be uh, compromising. It's God-like. So the mind is a subject partner and the body is the object partner. That's the original dichotomy that I set up earlier in which we're trying to attain our desires. We're trying to get better. We're trying to discipline ourselves. We're trying to improve. The body wants to nap, sleep, and have as much sex as it can get away with. That's the body. And the mind, mind is subject, body is object. Mind is trying to improve us. The body's trying to have some fun. And this little this little part I read is the only power that enables the mind to have dominion over the body, which is simply the process by which we can attain our desires, unless the mind is successful, we will not be able to attain our desires. We will not have a more svelte figure or more muscular torso or whatever we're disciplining or get richer or have a loving family. We will not have those if we... If the body wins every time, so the mind is trying to have dominion or 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 encourage the body to do what it needs to do in order for me to attain my desires but this this is this is the whole reason why I even give this little talk at all here. The only power that enables the mind to have dominion over the body is that generated by unity with what here is called God's truth and love or what i'm calling conscience unity with conscience so the mind the mind is a middle figure it's not two things i trying to make myself do something it's three things it's the mind my me trying to make myself do something but that odd and curious element of conscience which is a third element which is which is defining a way of life that brings about my self improvement so so it's not a dichotomy i me i'm my 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 mind my intention my will whatever is trying to make my body do something to bring about my own self improvement and attain my desires no there's actually three things there's this godlike agent or this entity or whatever it is that is always pushing us to improve that's the conscience and that is constituted or characterized by constancy of truth and love. It's never wrong. It really is never wrong. Go check it out. Check out Check out the voice of conscience. It's always correct, and it's always loving. It's always calling upon me to be more self-sacrificial. It's, it has a high standard, the conscience. It's, a, it's relentless. It doesn't give us much wiggle room. And the whole question is, for my mind to unite with that, with conscience. The mind uniting with conscience is the thing which empowers it to bring the body into cooperation. The mind by itself does not have the power to bring my body into cooperation. Thus does not have the power to um, for me to attain what I desire, which requires my body to be in cooperation. So cultivation Of a relationship with the conscience, or what in this, what I read today was God's love and truth. That is what enables us ultimately to attain our desires. And that's where some spiritual path, or some religious path, or something that is meant to help orient us more fully and more completely to what here is called God's love and truth. What exists in us as conscience, that needs to train that upper third of the relationship, not a twofold, not a two-part mind-body, but a three-part conscience, mind, body. It's the training is in the upper part, the upper two parts, conscience, mind, and uh, that's a small little element I wanted to introduce this morning, particularly as pertains to the question of attaining our desires. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, See you soon.